Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Successful Woman Radio Show brought to you by WomenAboutBiz.net, empowering you with the tools and resources to start and grow your very own business. Hello, ladies. This is Trina Newby, your host and business success coach, broadcasting to you live this Monday, January 21st, 2019, and as always, bringing you inspiration motivation, and ways to make your business, your dreams, and your ideas, guess what? A huge success. So those of you who are listening from Blog Talk Radio, hold on to your seats. We've got a fantastic show today. Our topic today is investing in your goals. We're going to talk about how to effectively use the most of your time and how to use the most of your focus to accomplish the goals that mean the most to you. So we're going to talk about that. And then also, I'm going to be reading you an excerpt today from a book that is so dear to my heart, so close to me, because this book really, really helped me to get a perspective on how to properly uh, run a business, but to have the right mindset for running a business. How should I be thinking when it comes time um, to run my business. And I'm talking about no other than E-Myth Revisited by Michael Gerber. I'm so excited um, that we are going to be covering this book and literally just kind of talking about um, what the entrepreneurial myth is all about, uh, which is so very important that you understand that it's important for your business to run by systems. So I'm excited that you're here with me today. And for those of you that are on Blog Talk Radio, uh, we are getting ready to also simultaneously go on Facebook Live. So if you will, just hold on for a few seconds and we will also be on Facebook Live. Again, hello, everyone. I want to welcome you to our episode uh, for Monday, January 21st of Successful Woman Radio. So very, very excited that you are here with us. I trust that you all had a fantastic weekend and that you took some time to joy pamper yourself. And remember, I shared with you that it is our responsibility to bring joy into our life. And we can do that in so many ways. We can do that Um, through something as simple as a bubble bath and relaxing and putting out some candles. We can do that by, you know, helping other people and and volunteering. We can do that by just picking up the phone and calling someone to say, I love you. We can do it by investing in ourselves, right, and our own personal self-development. So joy pampering is so important because so oftentimes, you know, we think that other people can are supposed to bring joy into our lives, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. But at the end of the day, we are responsible for our own joy, for the environments that we put ourselves in, and for the relationships that we have. And so, again, it's time for you to start joy pampering yourself. Our theme all of the month during January is Business Goal Setting 2019, and it's all about goals. And I've been spinning it and giving you guys different um, things that you need to know about goal setting. And of course, if you want to hear any of our previous broadcasts, uh, make sure uh, if you're using a smart device such as the iPhone, Android, Notepad, um, Notepad, iPad, you know, go and listen to it very easily by first of all visiting womenaboutbiz.net. That's womenaboutbiz as B-I-Z as in zebra.net. And then also you can actually go to iTunes and save it as a favorite and listen to previous broadcasts. And if you have Android, you can go to Stitcher, S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R, Stitcher.com. And um, you can go there and listen also. So again, I'm so very, very excited uh, that you are here with me on the show today. I want to give some shout outs to those people that are listening live uh, from Facebook Live. Hey, I see 
We've got Paris, the celebrity stylist on the on the show, uh, Lawanda Brokenborough. Hello, Lawanda. How are you today? And we've got Andrea. Um, definitely want to welcome everybody. And I see some more people are logging in. So thank you so much for being um, on the show today. And again, today, uh, all during this month on the radio show, we're talking about goal setting. And I'm going to be announcing again all about our goal setting uh webinar that is coming up on tomorrow, January 22nd at 8.30 p.m. So I'll be sharing a little bit of information about that with you as well. So all of you know that I am stepping out and being bold and doing something that we hadn't done before, and that is I am simultaneously broadcasting uh, through the Blog Talk Radio platform live and also through the Facebook group Women About Biz Live. And so um, it has been a wonderful experience so far. And this is it's really a lesson for all of you to see that we can use technology in so many ways. And the one thing that I realized also about doing Facebook Lives, about doing videos, uh, the you have to get over uh, that perfection, like, okay, I have to look just right. I have to wear a certain thing. Um, you really just have to go with it. And the more you go with it naturally, the more natural it becomes and the easier it is for you to do it. So you're going to make some mistakes. You're going um, to make a mistake in saying the wrong word and have to correct yourself live and that kind of thing. But it's okay. And that's what you need to know. So the use of this technology is phenomenal in reaching out. So since I have been doing um, the Facebook Live Block Talk Radio platform together, we have just, it's amazing, we have reached so many more people. And so I want you to think about ways that you can actually utilize Facebook Live and how you can use it to not only promote your business, but to brand yourself through your business, which is so very, very important. I want to share with you what we're going to be doing on the show today. Of course, I'll be bringing to you five questions that have helped you be successful as you go on your success journey in 2019. And then also, I have a book club book of the month. I'm going to be reading an excerpt for you from the book E-Myth by Michael Gerber, one of my most favorite books, okay? Um, many people consider it the business Bible. And um, for those of you who are wanting to know E-Myth, how, how are you spelling that? It's the letter E as an Edward dash myth, M-Y-T-H, E-Myth. And the author is Michael Gerber. You guys write that down and make sure that you add that to your success library because it is just so very, very important that you have a library of books and resources, ebooks, videos, audios that you can go to to continually help yourself to grow. And so we're going to be reading that excerpt from the book E-Myth in just a little bit. I want to remind all of you that last month we read from the book Letting Go of Your Bananas, one of my all-time favorite books. Um, the book is just full of sensibility. It's full of just common knowledge about what, what you should be doing and how you should be thinking about getting all of the rotten things out of your life. And so, again, that's another book I want you to add to your success library, Letting Go of Your Bananas. And the author is Dr. Daniel T. Drubin, D-R-U-B-I-N. It's a quick read. Um, and many people tell me that they read the book in one sitting or in a, in a day or so. So definitely check out that book and put it in your success library. You know, one of the things that I realized as I was doing some business planning um, this, this weekend, I was realizing how grateful I am for the opportunity to be a business woman. I am so grateful that I have the opportunity to actually um, start a business and have it to grow as far as I can possibly take it and have all of those, those, those benefits, those, those added values that so many people do not have. So, you know, as women living in America, I think we really all have to be grateful and realize that we have an opportunity 
to do something quite incredible, and that is to be a living testimony as a successful businesswoman. And that's what I want you to think about. I want you to start thinking in terms of not just yourself or not just your business, but I want you to start thinking in terms of how can I bless the lives of other people as an example of how to be successful, as an example that I'm being brave and bold and courageous and stepping out and creating a business that I am going to accomplish great things through and they can do it too. So it's not always just about us, but we must start reaching out and and sharing with people and encouraging others to visit and learn more about entrepreneurship, learn more about starting a small business, which is very, very key. I want to go ahead right now, and I want to go right into sharing with you five questions of leadership and authority. Again, five questions of leadership and authority. And again, I'll be reading these questions to you every single Monday. Because trust me, you're going to get different answers. When you ask those questions of yourself, you're going to always get different answers. So let's just go ahead and start with number one. Number one, am I clear on my role as CEO of my company? I mean, you know you're in business, right? And you know you're the owner of the business and you're supposed to be doing some different things to help the business along. But are you really clear on what your role is as the CEO? Because I happen to know that a lot of women keep themselves in the labor role. And by the way, if you want to learn about those most important three roles, then go listen to the previous broadcast uh, and you will be able to learn uh, what we talked about on last Monday. And I mentioned those three roles and kind of broke them down. But are you clear? Now, in order to gain some clarity on your role as the CEO of your company, I think the one thing that you need the most that a lot of small business women are now beginning to understand is most important. That's to create a position description for yourself as the business owner, as the CEO of your business. I think it is so important. And when you create the position description, Create it in such a way that if you were hiring someone, paying someone full time, let's say uh, two or three hundred thousand dollars a year to be the CEO of your business, what would they be doing? What would you expect from them? And most of the time, how you can look at it is that you're going to be expecting certain types of reports that will give you um, a bird's eye view over your business. What would those reports detail? What would they have? You know, and so each of you have a business that is in a different industry. So there are different things that you you are required to do as the CEO, different things that you need to pay attention to. But a position description is going to help keep you clear. It's going to help keep you in the entrepreneur visionary role, which is so very, very important. Here's number two in the five questions of leadership and authority. What are my business priorities? Ooh, that's a good one, right? What are my business priorities? So many times we run our businesses and we wake up every week in the new week at the top of the week on a Monday, and then we're not necessarily clear on what it is that we're supposed to be doing, right? And so we just start working and and causing a lot of activity and going about our day, but we really have not taking a look at what are the goals that I want to accomplish by Friday. And this is a huge, huge mistake. And so, again, I want to encourage all of you to really start your week off right by every Sunday evening, you know, right before you retire or hour before you retire. Look at your calendar and all of the activities that are listed in your calendar, if they are not relevant to what it is that you're supposed to be doing and accomplishing for the week, you need to eliminate them and put the right activities in there. But another thing that this tells us is that we are not properly planning out our businesses. And I know a lot of you know that that's correct. I want to say hello to a few more people that have come on board. And again, I want to welcome everyone 
who's listening in from Blog Talk Radio. Um, and I also want to welcome all of you who are listening through the Women About Biz Facebook group. Uh, I see Dericia is on, on the line. Hello, Dericia. How are you? Denise Lewis. Hey, Denise. I'm so glad that you are listening live in Facebook. And again, our whole, whole topic today is we are going to be discussing investing in your goal setting. However, right now, we're looking at the five questions of leadership authority. I've went through questions one and two, and left off with what are your business priorities. Um, and I was talking about how important it is that you look at your calendar every Sunday evening, and that it really means that you should be properly planning. And if, and if you are not aware of what activities you have in your calendar, then back to the drawing board you go, because you need to figure out a workflow system for yourself. So what are business priorities? Hey, for a owner, the business priority should be how many leads are coming through the business? How many do I want this week? What are my sales goals? What are the follow-up items that I need to follow up from last week with other people? And I need to be looking at what tasks need to be uh, accomplished this week that are going to support my goals. So that's so very, very key. Here's number three. Do I have a bird's eye view of the following areas? Okay, so what's a bird's eye view? That's when you can actually review a document or look at a schedule or look over to see and peruse all of the things happening in your business. And when you have a bird's eye view, it allows you to see a whole picture of what's happening in the business, okay? And so in a bird's eye view for business, it should be, you should be looking at your daily workflow, making sure your daily workflow is going okay. You should be looking at your marketing, making sure that your uh, marketing automation has been set up and that it's working. You should be looking at, again, the follow-up system to make sure the follow-up system is, is working. And you should also have, indication of, hey, how much is in my checking account, right? How much money is in my checking account and what kind of sales am I working with? Very, very key. So a bird's eye view is key when you're talking about leadership and authority in your business. And number four is, am I allowing my power team to work for me okay, and helping me to move things along quickly in my business. So um, I talk about a power team a lot. And a power team, again, is a group of professionals. Normally, they have their own business, but you have already developed a relationship with them. So when you need a particular service, you can call them. They know who you are. You're familiar with their pricing structure, and you can get them to help you with accomplishing a particular task. Some examples of power team uh, members for you could be a graphic designer, web designer, accountant, bookkeeper. It could be someone who writes articles, someone who does social media. So again, depending on your business industry, you will have to determine who should be on your power team. Now, again, you have to go around saying, hey, I want you to be on my power team. I want you to be on my power team. But that word power team is so that you segment in your mind that you have a group of people that you can put into action and create an incredible source of power to move your business forward and make things happen a lot faster. Oftentimes, as women, and I think we all, many women have this in common, oftentimes what I find is that women will try to read a book and do something themselves. They will try to um, learn how to make things happen on their own. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just here to tell you that if you plan on being a leader and have great authority in your business, then you need to be the queen of your business, right? That means that you need to have others who are servicing you and making sure that you have what you need so that you can move your business along a lot faster. It's okay if you want to learn how to design a website. It's okay if you want to learn how to create a social media schedule. It's okay. But I'm just saying, if you want to move yourself and your business to another level, honey, you better put a power team in place and you better put it in place quickly, okay? Number five, last but not least in the 
five questions of leadership and authority is, do I have a delegation system in place to activate my power team? Now, this is huge. So I want to explain the difference to you between two words that I really began to understand these two words and why you need to know the difference between them. That's delegation and abdication, okay? Delegation is when you provide instructions and assign a task to an individual with the goal of following up with that individual. So you're setting, you're providing instructions, you're providing a timeline for that individual, and you're following up and you're checking on that person, holding them accountable. That's what delegation is all about. Now, what delegation is not about is the other word, abdication. And abdication is when you give a task to someone and you walk away from it. You're, you don't have any follow-up schedule in your planner. You, don't, um, you haven't uh, provided instructions for that person or anything. And, you know, it's interesting. I've had clients in the past who are, get very upset about people who are on the power team saying they're not doing what they're supposed to do. And they are turning in assignments uh, any old time that they want to turn in, and they're not following directions. And it's interesting because when I ask them, well, did you give them instructions in the beginning? Did you set a milestone for that particular goal and give them a timeline to work with? Did you schedule follow-up calls to follow up with them to see how things are going, holding them accountable? Did you do all of those things? And, and they'll say, no, I, I didn't think to do those things. I thought that, you know, since they're professional and since they uh, offer the service, I'm the client, they should be providing those things to me. No, that is the wrong mindset to have. When you are a business owner, and when you are the CEO and you have accepted that role, then the leadership and the authority for your business belongs to who? It belongs to you. And you have to uh, embrace that. You have to start having the right mindset for that, which is so very, very key. So again, you have to have a delegation system in place in order for your power team to work effectively. And I think that is usually the breakdown that a lot of people have. They delegate something to individuals. The individuals are not doing it the way they want them to. And then they get frustrated, just take the task back and start doing it themselves. And then they'll procrastinate. And before you know it, Months or even a year have passed, and, and the task hasn't been done, and they're not making money. So, again, ladies, if you want to be the leader and authority in your business, then you've got to learn to properly delegate. And, of course, all of these questions are geared towards helping you to create yourself as the leader of your business, as um, the person who has authority to, to create an incredible business and generate success. So remember, it's you that have the power to create your stream of abundance, right? And it all begins with you taking swift and immediate action. And there's just a way that you have to conduct yourself when you are the leader, when you are the CEO of your business. And I'm here to say that if you want to be successful in 2000 and 19, then you have to take responsibility. You have to become that leader. You have to have a, a position description. You have to be clear on what your role is as the CEO. It's just that important. And I would venture to say that those business women who refuse to take that route will not be as successful. So mark my word, you will see a difference when you think of yourself differently as the CEO instead of thinking of yourself as the laborer in your own business, right? Very, very important. By the way, when, you, when you're the laborer in your business and you play too much of the laborer role, you will enslave yourself to that role and, and it will be very difficult to get out of that role. Maybe some of you are familiar with what I'm talking about. And so for those of you who are on Facebook Live, um, give me a few few comments. Let me know what, what do you think about what I'm talking about so far? Can any of you identify with that of knowing that you've got to have a power team in place and that you've got to be thinking about yourself 
as the CEO of your company and not the laborer of your company. So again, keep that in mind. And hopefully you guys are taking notes, both of you on Blog Talk Radio and also on Facebook Live, that you're taking some good notes and getting this information down. Well, we have a book club book of the month, and hopefully everyone um, will go ahead and get a copy. If they have not gotten a copy yet, everyone will get a copy of E-Myth by Michael Gerber. Um, The book is so incredible, right? And it really, really talks about why it's so important to have an actual system. So what I'm going to be reading to you, um, the book talks about the different roles being played in the business and the system of a business. And so today, I'm going to go ahead and start with you um, and share with you about the entrepreneur, the manager, and the technician, okay? And I'm going to be reading, again, from the book, Entrepreneurial Myth. He says, no, the technician isn't the only problem in the business, okay? He says the problem is more complicated than that. The problem is that everybody who goes into business is actually three people in one, the entrepreneur, the manager, and the technician. And the problem is compounded by the fact that while each of these personalities wants to be the boss, none of them wants to have a boss. So they start a business together in order to get rid of the boss, and the conflict begins. To show, how the, to show you how the problem manifests itself in all of us, let's examine the way our various internal personalities interact. Let's take a look at two personalities we're all familiar with, the fat guy and the skinny guy. Have you ever decided to go on a diet? You're sitting in front of a television set one Saturday afternoon watching an, uh, a competition all by athlete stamina and dexterity. You're eating the sandwich. You're, you're second since you sat down to watch the event two hours before. You're feeling sluggish in the face of all the action on the screen when suddenly somebody wakes, wakes up in you and says, what are you doing? Look at yourself. You're fat. You're out of shape. Do something about it. It has happened to all of us. Somebody wakes up inside of us with a totally different picture of who we should be and what we should be doing. In this case, let's call him the skinny guy. Now, who's the skinny guy? He's the one who uses words like discipline, exercise, organization. The skinny guy is intolerant, self-righteous, a stickler for detail, a compulsive tyrant. The skinny guy abhors fat people, can't stand sitting around, needs to be on the move, lives for action. The skinny guy has just taken over. Watch out. Things are about to change. Before you know it, you're cleaning out all the fattening foods out of the refrigerator. You're buying a new pair of running shoes, barbells, and sweats. Things are going to be different around here. You have a new lease on life. You plan your new physical regimen, up at five, run three miles, cold shower at six, a breakfast of wheat toast, black coffee, and half a grapefruit, then ride your bicycle at work, home by seven, run another two miles. And so he goes on and on talking about, you know, how we have these two personalities that fight against each other. And he goes on to say, you can't wait to get on the scale. You strip down to your bare skin, shivering in the bathroom, filled with expectation of what your scale is going to tell you. You step lightly onto it and look down. And what do you see? Nothing. You haven't lost an ounce. You're exactly the same as you were on Tuesday. Dejection creeps in and you begin to feel a slight twinge of resentment. After all that work, After all that sweat and effort and then nothing, it isn't fair, but you shrug it off. After all, tomorrow's another day. You go to bed vowing to work harder on Thursday, but somehow something has changed. You don't know what's changed until Thursday morning. It's raining. The room is cold. Sometimes uh, something feels different. What is it? For a minute or two, you can't quite put your finger on it, and then guess what? You get it. Somebody else is in your body. It's that fat guy. He's back. He doesn't want to run. And as a matter of fact, he doesn't want to run, even get out of bed because it's cold outside. And he goes on to give us this analogy between the fat guy and the skinny guy. He's giving us this analogy because he wants us to understand that this is the battle that actually goes on inside of all of us as we are striving, okay, as we are striving 
to, to create a successful business, that there is going to be a battle within you. And so he says, anyone who has ever experienced a conflict between the fat guy and the skinny guy, and haven't we all, by the way, knows what I mean. You can't be both. One of them has to lose, and they both know it. Well, this is the kind of war, he says, again, going on inside of the owner of every small business. But it's, it's a three-way battle. It's a three-way battle between the entrepreneur, the manager, and the technician. Unfortunately, it's a battle no one can win. Understanding the differences between these three roles will help you understand why. And then he gives us what these three roles are. He says the entrepreneur personality turns the most trivial condition into an exceptional opportunity. The entrepreneur is the visionary in all of us, the dreamer, the energy behind every human activity, the imagination that sparks the fire of the future, the catalyst for change, okay? So that's the entrepreneur in us, right? The manager in us, the managerial personality is pragmatic. Without the manager, there would be no planning, no order, no predictability. The manager is the part of us that goes to Sears and buys stacking plastic boxes, takes them back to the garage, and systematically stores all the various sizes of the nuts and the bolts, okay? And, and if the entrepreneur lives in the future, the manager lives in the past. And then there's the technician. The technician is the doer. If you want it done right, do it yourself. It's the technician's credo. Now you guys can see why we keep ourselves in that labor role, right? The technician loves to tinker. Things are to be taken apart and put back together again. Things aren't supposed to be dreamed about. They're supposed to be done. If the entrepreneur lives in the future and the manager lives in the past, the technician lives in the present. He or she loves the feel of things and the fact that things can get done by them, okay? As long as the technician is working, he is happy, but only on one thing at a time. He knows that two things can't get done simultaneously. Only a fool would try, the technician thinks, so he works steadily and is happiest when he is in control of the workflow. So those are the three roles, uh, and you can read more about them when you go and get the book Entrepreneurial Myth, right? You can order it through Amazon and put it on your Kindle. You can go to the bookstore and get it because I happen to know that they keep copies of this book big time at uh, Borders Bookstore, Books a Million. So again, make sure you get your copy of uh, the E-Myth Revisited because it's absolutely quite incredible. And so I just read for you uh, as he describes the three um, areas that often battle with each other, the entrepreneur, the manager, and the technician. And you guys read that because it was much more in describing all of them, but we will see ourselves in all of them. I talk a lot about the three roles that must be played in every business, the laborer, the manager, the entrepreneur visionary. And this is exactly where I learned it from about 15 years ago. And I have been teaching and coaching on these principles ever since, and it's never led myself or my clients astray. So again, you guys, make sure you get a copy of that book and, and keep it and read, read some of it every single day. For those of you that are listening live on Blog Talk Radio, it's 1240. We want to thank you for being on the on the show today and, and, and listening with us. And we are broadcasting simultaneously on Facebook Live and also on Blog Talk Radio. And again, I want to thank everyone. I want to read a couple of notes down here. Lawanda says, I would be lost without my virtual assistant. Amen to that, Lawanda. I totally understand it. Denise says, that's correct, Trina. Both roles are important, but focusing on the labor role can completely take you away from the CEO role. Denise, girl, don't you know I know that, right? And that is why we really have to understand those three roles and how important it is. And, um, you know, just as an example, an indication that you're not in the CEO role is when you're making money, you're servicing some clients, and you're busy. I mean, you just feel like you're so busy, you don't know which way to look. And then everything gets completely quiet. No more money's coming in. You're not getting any phone calls. Uh, the marketing is not moving forward. And you're, and you're trying to figure out what's going on. 
It's at that point that you start trying to figure out what's going on that you begin to move back into the CEO or the entrepreneur visionary role when you should have been playing that role all along, right? Because a business is supposed to be revolving. It's supposed to be continuously moving, right? And it's not supposed to come to a halt and a standstill, and then no money's going in your checking account. It's something supposed to be going on all the time. And so the entrepreneur visionary is supposed to have a bird's eye view of the business. The entrepreneur visionary sets the pace, is the ambassador, and is definitely responsible, right, for the overall well-being of the business. And think about it, think about it like this. When you, um, if you've ever gone on CNN and you hear uh, CEOs give a report of the business, or when you're on Bloomberg, I listen to Bloomberg. I don't know how many people do. Let me know if you do. When you go on Bloomberg and you hear information about a lot of different companies and what they're doing, the CEO speaks in a very visionary, broad manner. They don't talk about, well, I was just down on the floor and I was packaging things and making some things happen. They don't talk like that. What they say is our fourth quarter or third quarter, second quarter, first quarter growth is this. This is our mission. This is our vision. This is where we're headed for the next two or three years. This is what we're trying to do. This is what our growth, our revenue has been. And we've grown by this percentage. You hear them speaking from a bird's eye view because that's their responsibility. And when they have that bird's eye view and they see that something is not going right, then they push it to the manager to find out what's going on. And then the manager is responsible for them pushing it uh, and coming up with a plan and pushing that plan out to the laborers to improve. So as a solo entrepreneur, how, what does that have to do with you? If you're, if you're the chief bottle washer, the cook, you're everybody, what, what does that have to do with you? Well, you will learn uh, as you read the book, The E-Myth, that all three of those roles are vital in order for your business to survive and do well. And when any one of those roles is missing, that's when you're going to have a problem, okay? And so that's what you need to understand as you read this book, the email. And when you're a solo entrepreneur, you first figure out how much time you're dedicating to your, your business every week. And then in that time, a lot of time, you have to figure out what's priority. And in the priorities, what roles do those priorities fall into? Entrepreneur? right, visionary, uh, manager, or technician, and then you give a percentage to each one of them based on your decision of where the priority lies. And so that helps you to understand and make sure you're playing those roles and that you are uh, putting on your thinking camp and jumping in those roles. But I do want you to understand that if you are a solo entrepreneur, the goal for you is to really get yourself out of the labor role if at all possible. Now, that's not necessarily possible for those of us who are um, coaches, service providers, massage therapists, that kind of thing. Um, But we still need to get ourselves more in management and entrepreneur visionary. But those of you who are, let's say, in direct sales or you you have a product or you are a caterer or what have you, um, getting yourself out of that labor role is how you begin to grow your business, how you begin to grow your company. So I, I hope that you guys have totally enjoyed um, the excerpt from the book, E-Myth, uh, Revisit by Michael Gerber. And again, for those of you that have just tuned in, you're listening to no other than Successful Woman Radio. I'm Trina Newby. I'm your host, founder of Women About Biz and Business Success Coach. By the way, guys, for those of you that are new to the show, you know, what are we all about at Successful Woman Radio? I want you to know that the show is 11 years old. We've been going on the the air now live uh, for 11 years, rain, shine, snow, holiday or not. We are always on the air at 12 noon Eastern time. And Successful Woman Radio is all about providing you, businesswomen, with a positive environment where you can be motivated, encouraged, and inspired to create a successful life generating the income that you desire. And it is my hope that all of you are wanting a six and seven figure income, right? If you're going to be in business, you might as well go for it big, right? Because you're going to be dedicating and putting a lot of time and effort. So you want the payoff. You want to have the fruits of your labor. And in this case, 
money. Very, very important. It is 12.46 after the hour, and I'm so glad that you are all here with us. Make sure that when you're listening to the show that you have your notepad with you. Many people have created and started their own Successful Woman Radio journals because I try to give out a lot of information. I want to just right now give you guys some resources. Um, If you are thinking about having an e-commerce website, a business online, and you're trying to figure out what merchant accounts are best for you, I want to just kind of um, go over two that are really good. Now, you know, I, I have to mention PayPal. I've been using PayPal for about 16 years, and I've never had a, personally, I've never had a problem with PayPal. PayPal has some very strong rules, but they're in place to protect us, but they have improved greatly, Okay. But if you're in business and you want to have shopping carts and all of this, I would recommend that you take a look at um, PayPal Professional or PayPal Pro, okay? Um, Because it costs about $30 a month, but it allows you to be able to incorporate PayPal without actually using the brand PayPal. So your brand takes over Um, And then it allows you to be able to have their virtual terminal on your PayPal account where you can just enter in credit card numbers. And, again, it works with most shopping carts. The other one that I absolutely love and that I use uh, on Women About Biz through our membership portal is called Stripe, S-T-R-I-P-E. And I I really like Stripe. Stripe is uh, a very, very good payment system. And why I like Stripe is, is that they make it very easy for you to get on, sign up, and have a merchant system that is not branded by Stripe, but branded by you. So they don't see the word Stripe or anything like that, uh, and it's a standard merchant uh, banking system. And so, again, Stripe doesn't charge you to have the merchant account, um, but they do take, I think, about 2.9% plus 30%, 30 cents, 30 cents per transaction. I believe that is the rule, 2.9% of your transaction amount, and then $0.30 for that transaction. And a lot of people think, hey, this is a lot of money. But the thing that has been proven time and time again, when you accept credit cards and you allow people to have different options, then you can see your income go up by about 25 to 35% very easily because you're making it convenient and easy for people to purchase from you. So for those of you that don't have a merchant system yet, go check out the PayPal Professional um, and then go check out Stripe and then make a decision of which one you want to use. They're both very interchangeable uh, and you're able to use them and integrate them with WordPress and with uh, a lot of other platforms. So that makes it very easy to use. And again, um, these are the two that I currently use and it works like a charm. It's 12.50, and we're going to go right ahead into uh, our topic, talking about investing in your goals. I want to talk about that because I've been getting a lot of feedback from a lot of businesswomen this month as we have been looking at goal setting and what, what goal setting really is. And people have been sending me thank yous, and people have been having aha moments about goal setting. But I want to say this about investing in your goals. The number one thing that it requires from you is going to require your time. It takes some time to learn how to become a queen of goal setting, a master of goal setting. And if we don't give ourselves the time to properly plan, then it becomes a problem. But many of you, you know that I own my own virtual assistance business. I've had it now for about a year and a half, soloassist.net. And I have a lot of clients in in my virtual assistant business, and I have um, many, many virtual assistants working for me from all over the world, including the U.S., and they do different things for different clients. But one thing that I really notice with a lot of clients, and that is that a lot of people want to do abdication with with their tasks, and a lot of my clients have a tendency to act like they're too busy to to tell us what they need us to do. They don't want to spend any time on the task 
They don't want to spend any time going over the goals for their business. They're just in such a hurry and they're so busy, they just want to keep moving on, right? And it's interesting because I find that men do this a lot. And women, well, women do it too. Women tend to, um, women tend to advocate a lot uh, while men tend to delegate, but then they also have this tendency of not having time to fully tell you everything that they want. So it's, it's an it's a inter- uh, interesting uh, comparison between the two. But the point is that I'm trying to get you to understand is that a lot of small business owners are not taking enough time to properly plan out their workflow and to properly set their goals and figure out um, what it is that they need as far as tasks are concerned to support their goals. They're, They're in too much of a hurry, too busy, too much activity going on to even slow down and stop. This is not the mindset of a true entrepreneur visionary. It's not the mindset. You've got to slow down enough to give yourself planning time, and you've got to slow down enough to give yourself authoritative time. And what is authoritative time? Authoritative time means that you are the only one in your business that holds the authority to create your success. And so, therefore, you have to give yourself enough time to know what you are authorizing. You have to give yourself enough time to know what you are you have authority over. And if you're not, then no authority is being played out, okay? And that's what authoritative time is. And so, again, um, I want to let you know that investing in yourself and in your goals is priority if you want a successful business. My aha moment came when I realized that I didn't have to have a certain amount of money to be successful in business, to invest in and be successful. I didn't necessarily, you know, have to have a whole lot of, uh, of bells and whistles and equipment. What I needed to have was me being on the right page of entrepreneurism. I had to understand that if I'm going to make Women About Biz and any other of my businesses successful, then I have to become a visionary, a leader, and I better get myself in gear, and I better get my behind up and put a power team in place to make this happen. But most of all, I better be investing my time in my personal development and also in learning and knowing how to be the right CEO for my business, right? Can I get an amen on that, ladies? Because, you know, again, you know, we're always looking all over the place for the right answer when it comes to what's wrong with my business. Why why is my business not generating money or revenue? But uh, almost all of the time, it's, it goes back to something that we as the CEO of the business is not doing, okay? And I want to remind you of that. So your success is dependent on you being a phenomenal leader, being the queen of your company. That's what your success depends on. And there are so many things that fall up under that. It means that you're going to practice good time management. You're going to be willing to invest your time. You're going to be willing to invest your money. It means you're going to sit your behind down, right, and and look at your goals and figure out what's priority. It means that you're clear on your vision. It means that you know the role that you should be playing. You know your position description. That's what a successful businesswoman is. It's a businesswoman who is clear on their role as CEO, and they know how to implement that role each and every day. So that's that's key in investing in your goals. Also, what I'm learning is that a lot of people still are not practicing good time management. They're not practicing good time management. And I want to give many of you who are listening, I want to give you an aha moment because this is something that I heard a long time ago by Napoleon Hill. And and I've heard it before uh, by uh, a lot of other people that I have read throughout the years. I've read their works. That time in and of itself is testimony that you are here. Isn't that awesome? Again, time is testimony in and of itself that you are here. And so in your existence, 
there is a sense of time. We're able to experience time. It's, it's testifying to us that we're here. It's letting us know that you're here and, and you have all of these hours in the day, and there's a lot of things that you can do with your time. And so when you know that, when you understand and you respect your time, you're going to realize that it means everything to goal setting. And so you have to invest the time to make sure that your goals are being structured properly, that they are being done properly. And, and again, that's what investing is all about. And we've got to stop putting everything else in front of our businesses like we didn't choose to be in business. We, we made the decision. We are the ones that birthed the business. So therefore, we have to take care of it if we want it to take care of us, right? Absolutely. Well, ladies, I want to let you know about the workshop that's coming up tomorrow night. You're going to be very, very excited to attend. It's called Smart Business Women Set Goals. And the webinar, in the webinar, I'm going to do something quite phenomenal. <coughs> I am going to be showing you how a hundred a goal of, of generating a hundred thousand dollars net profit is placed in a goal format, and then I'm going to show you what happens in the goals that are set and how uh, that one hundred thousand dollars is manifested. So to take part in this free webinar, make sure you visit womenaboutbiz.net. Again, womenaboutbiz.net. Events in the top red menu bar. And there, the uh, webinar and RSVP link is right there for you to go ahead um, and make happen. So I'm going, for those of you who are in uh, listening from Facebook, I'm going to go ahead and put the link there for you, push it out. So we're getting ready to end the um, Successful Woman Radio Show in about 60 seconds. And I just want to thank all of you who are looking at the show and listening to it. Uh, make sure that you post the show. For those of you listening from Facebook, post it on your personal page so you can bless the life of another woman who is looking for a positive environment and looking for information that can help her to grow her business. For those of you who are listening from Blog Talk Radio, uh, if you're on Facebook, do the same, but also share the show phone number, 347-637-2589, 347-637-2589. And don't forget that tomorrow is the um, Smart Business Women Set Goals webinar at 8.30 p.m. Eastern time. I want to thank all of you for listening to the show. Bye-bye, everyone. Mm -hmm.